Yo, 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 what's happening, everybody? What's going on in the world? This is your main man, Coach Fa, and Mr. Lewis in the building. We back live in effect. Holla at us. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Canon Cool. Welcome to the Canon Cool. Welcome. To the Corner. Welcome to the Candy Corner, your number one spot for hip hop, classic hip hop, today's hip hop. You talk about sports, you talk about Knicks, you talk about 76ers, you talk about football, you talk about Giants, you talk about Steelers, your main spot for New York and Pennsylvania sports, baby, right here. Coach Fire, Mr. Lewis, the Candy Corner, real talk. Brought to you by Naptime Entertainment Media and the good folk over at Off The Ball Network. We're back, back in the building, back in effect. Did you miss us? Did you miss us? We missed you. You know we missed you. Shemaine Man in the building. All right, let's just get right into it, Big Lou. First of all, how you been? I'm good, brother. I am all right. Back in the saddle. Ready to rock. Back in stride again. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you and me. Back in stride again. Hey. Welcome to Yo, we back. It's what it is. All right. I just got to get into something a little, little juicy real quick, like, you know what I mean? Something I happened to uh, fumble upon on my, you know, Twitter jives when I was Twitter jiving. And ironically, I just lost it. (laughs) Yo, yo, it's live. I just sent a link out to somebody and moved the whole joint. So while we work on that, (laughs) yo, did you hear about, well, I know you heard about this wonderful. Versus joint that popped off. Oh, absolutely. I was there for every minute. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Very dope show. Like, yeah, I mean, I knew what was happening. You know me, you know how I do 420 every year. So, you know, I that, knew this was coming. See, see, I had no idea. Yo, I mean, look at this. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, yo, and not only was it a, a, a big night for just that, them, you know what I mean? It was just a celebration of 
showed up. Death Squad showed up. EPFD was in the building. You yes, know what I'm saying? Was. It was like, yo. And then one minute I was in there losing my old man mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is this is your uncle music right here. Yeah. <laughs> and we the uncles. Exactly. Exactly. Yo, that's K Sogo, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Death Squad, the mighty Death Squad was in the building. I mean, along with the immortal Wu Tang clan. Big shouts to big shouts to Sidney Portier, cause that's his man's. So that's yeah. that's wild though, right there. Oh, and you know the brother Do It All showed up too, right? Yes, he did. Yes, yeah. he did. Big shout out to brother Do It All. Yes, he did. He was on the show a couple months ago talking about his organization. Check it out. You know, it's on our page. You know, go to the site. We out here. Yo, Snoop looking old these days, bro. Yo, and them iced tea covers used to have my little tween self feeling certain kind of way. You know oh, I mean? oh, 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 we ain't even got to. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Ooh, we don't even have to. We don't have to go there, brother, but yeah. Yeah, that power cover magnanimous. Yeah, yeah. I used to be like, yo, I need to go to Cali if they got women like that. That was me at a level. <laughs> yo, that, that was, yeah. I, I, I overstand, actually. Yeah. So... You know what? I was going to show a Stephen A. clip, but I don't need to show the clip because I don't need to give him no flowers for being the uh, individual he is. See, Stephen A. is a fake Nick fan. He ain't a real Nick fan. He a Nick fan. Oh, he, uh, trust. He, we got receipts. You know what I mean? He a Nick fan when, when it suits him. When his counterparts are talking smack and we doing doing something a little right, so he could say a little something. But that dude, man, nah, nah. All right, you know what? Since you asked, I'm I'm, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. And to be clear, it wasn't a challenge. I was just asking if you would uh, so kindly. Oh break no, it down. no no no! Oh I know! Oh I know! Oh I know! See, but the one thing I learned about being on Nick's Twitter. Is that uh, them jokers give receipts like like real big? <laughs> so I've learned to to deal in the in the universe of receipts. So this is Stephen A. Like last year when you know what? Just listen. On the day that Clay Thompson stays in Golden State, okay? And Kevin Walker goes to Boston. The New York Knicks announced we have Julius Randle <laughs> and Bobby Portis. And I, if I forget anybody else, forgive me. I'm just emotional right now. I, I mean, that's a, it's like, like I told Rachel Nichols and they were laughing at me yesterday. Wait, we don't need to do, but we don't want y'all to say anything after that. I mean, not today. I don't want 
Not today. Not today. And then, oh, by the way, you paid Junior's friend $21 million? $21 million. I like Junior. $21 million? $21 million. On a day that your Lord gave you, you couldn't even wait 24 hours. Couldn't you have just gone? We don't sign up. We just want to wait. They want to wait. Not today, but Sunday afternoon. Literally minutes after losing out of Kevin Durant. News got out. We reached an agreement with Julius Randle. Julius Randle, who is an all-star this year, should be in the running for most improved player. I was about to say, and it's possibly in the running for having one of the best uh, seasons of his career. Dude, he, if you ask Kendrick Perkins, he's on the list for MVP somewhere. And if he continues this pace to the end of the season, I will be quick to argue that both hurts very, very much so. Vigorously. Vigorously. You noticed the, 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 the consequence of his fair-weather loyalty. If you watched it in slow motion, when he made the first hot take, you noticed his hairline go back about a couple more million. everything. Mm. Yo! I'm saying, and we already know Rachel Nichols is fake. She a net hater. We can't stand her. I mean, we got receipts on them. And then the polished doorknob. Did you see the polished doorknob laughing and chuckling his little silly behind off? Yeah, like an uh, index finger with a face. Yo, his name is uh, Dick Richardson. No, Dick Jefferson. That's his name. <laughs> Dick Jefferson. Right there. Indeed. Right there. His name right there is the joke. Dick Jefferson. Not Richard. Dick. Mm-hmm. From now on. All Nick fans watching, every time you see him or tweet him, make sure that boy know his name. And the only Jeffersons we recognize is George and Weezy. Now, let me get this ugly mug off my screen because I was tired of seeing him doing this. Crazy. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, he looks like a digit. <laughs> Yo. A nub of a digit. <laughs> like a digit had an operation and he was the healing factor. <laughs> Yo. I. Ladies and gentlemen, we're having a good time. We're having some fun. I got to throw my beast back on. Yo, big show coming tonight still. We got Danny Beard, Morning Drive in the building. You know what I mean? We got Don Will of Tanya Morgan, DJ Extraordinary, Hip Hopper, MC, you know, influencer the whole nine. We got all kinds of stuff popping off. So we're going to jump right on out of this segment. We'll be right back. We're going to hit you with a Brooklyn Dose. Then we're going to bring in some Danny B and keep it rolling. Thank y'all once again for hanging out with us. Yes, yes. Introducing the new group, Three Men with Mustaches. If you want to get your party on Italian style, you better come in here with a smile. Joe Pesci and the Mustaches. What's happening, everybody? This is Sean Matthews, 
giving you another episode of the Brooklyn Dose on the fantastic Candid Corner with Coach and Mr. Lewis and a whole bunch of special guests this evening. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Good to see everybody providing some good stuff. I want to get right into it. They love you to hate you to love you again. That's my theme for the Brooklyn Nets heading into the last month of the season. Very shorthanded. Again, again, and again. Kevin Durant. Thigh contusion. James Harden suffers a setback with his hamstring. Out indefinitely. Could mean at the start of the playoffs. Missing the first round. Not really sure. Marcus Aldridge concerns of his health starting center for this team right out the gate when he was signed he's been a big loss anytime you get a guy like that offensively at seven foot can hit a jump shot stretch the floor contest some jump shots contest some layups and rebound it's a big loss for us uh nick claxton seems to be in the health and safety protocol of the NBA as well from the last road trip. Things are just, you know, not going too well right now in uh, Brooklyn. However, there's one thing that remains consistent. The Nets remain at the top of the East in the standings. And everyone thinks that we have a whole bunch of Complications, problems, chemistry issues that maybe will be true. But there's one thing that we can't control, and that's time. The Nets need a lot of time to get cooperation from their players to get healthy. And it's not just the Nets, everybody. It's the whole league. There's a lot of players in this league that keep getting injured based off the kind of season it's been. There's no there's no excuse for the type of season that we are having. Obviously, we're in a pandemic. There's a lot of, you know, certain things that we can't control, and the league knows that, the players know that, and I'm sure these organizations know that. So once we get back into the swing of things with a healthy team, what is this Nets team going to look like? Are we going to have Kyrie Irving every night? Are we going to have Kevin Durant every night? Is James Harden going to be available? Is Spencer Dinwiddie going to come back? He's rehabbing very nicely. I'm going to take you back to what Steve Nash said a long time ago. The Brooklyn Nets and that locker room and that team have taken this season like their training camp. A lot of people seem to not enjoy that statement. And that's all fine and good. But he's kind of right. There was a lot of players that joined this team. A lot of trades that had happened. A lot of people in and out of that door. And that's just the reality of the league. 
players come to win games and players come to chase a championship. And the Nets are a contending team looking for that piece of gold. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like I keep saying to you guys, good players have to start playing basketball at some point too. Is there a part of me that is worried? A little bit. However, should I be worried about seeding or based on matchups? I'm not going to be that guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that guy that's patient, wants to win, and wants to get the team at full health and full strength. This team is very deep, barring injuries. All right, and there's a lot of specific players that I want to thank for giving their all. Uh, first off, Joe Harris. He's been very consistent. Love Joe Harris. Landry Shamit has really come along. And it's nice to see. Blake Griffin risking his body, taking those charges. I didn't see that coming. Jeff Green as well. Bringing the fountain of youth back to this Brooklyn Nets team. And I'll be honest. If the Nets keep winning these grind-out games, it's only going to help them down the stretch. Last night's game in New Orleans, Kyrie Irving took over in the fourth quarter. Really took over, played his game, got to the rim, made those jump shots. We have closers of this game. We have three of them. We just got to get healthy. We just got to get healthy. Tonight, this evening, Toronto Raptors on the schedule. I'm bringing you this audio a little prior to the game. Not sure if we're going to have a win or a loss. Not sure if Kevin Durant's going to be in the game. Not sure if Kyrie's going to play. And forgive me for the noise I'm outside. But I think we're going to have a team that's going to give it every night. And they know, they know what they're playing for. Kyrie Irving said it best on the TNT broadcast post-game. We just, got, we just have to keep leveling up our potential. And like he said, they have the talent. They just got to take care of the little things, not turning the ball over, making the adjustments on defense, rebounding the basketball. And all of a sudden, everyone thinks we're out of the one seed race. The Sixers just lost to the Golden State Warriors. They have a back-to-back coming up against the Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks. And all of a sudden, everyone thinks the Nets are out of the one seed race. They're half game back now. And they don't have the whole team back. So what's the panic for? I said last week, just enjoy the damn basketball. And I meant it. I am. Do I get a little crazy with these injury reports and updates? Absolutely. Like any fan would. 
But again, the Nets are in a great position. They haven't been in this position in a very long time. Double-digit years, as a matter of fact. I just want to see the Nets compete at a high level, bring their effort, get healthy, and compete in the playoffs at full strength. Will we get to see it? I hope so. And if we don't, what happens? We have this team next year as well. Stop the panic mode and relax. Not every game is that important. There's no playoff advancement. There's no title being raised. Just win the games that are on the schedule. And play hard. Until that point. Until we get healthy. Chemistry is not going to be an issue, I believe, with all three of these guys. Everyone will adjust fill their roles and be the team that we know we signed up for they signed up for that's all I got I appreciate the time this was the Brooklyn Dose featured on the Candy Corner give me a follow on social media at BKN underscore says let's go Nets baby I am the best. I am the leader. The devil asked why I wasn't afraid of the storm, and I said to her, Karen, I am the storm. For you want to look as ridiculous as possible while playing NBA 2K. The Whopper with Cheese 3s. Available June 32nd everywhere. Well done, my brother. Well done. Yo, the Whopper would see threes. Karen, watch your nuggets. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back in effect. And as you heard the most eloquent cries of passion from my brother, Sean Matthews, going on with, the, with his pets. Yeah, I gotta bring in my brother, my homie, my big dog, Jimmy, that we do the Knickerbocker Ab Show with. And I'm talking about the one, the only, the mister, the Danny B is in the building. What up, kids? What's happening? What's Thank up, you, everybody? Coach Five, Mr. Lewis, what's going on, guys? Doing good, I got, man. I got partners with me. I'm good. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, so Big hey. Danny B, man, the Knicks are in halftime right now in a juicy one, juicy against the uh, Atlanta Hawks. They up by two. What do you think? Man, I think um, our defense is uh, just a little off. You know what I mean? I just feel like we have um, room to take it up a level or two. And the turnovers are killing us. You know what I mean? Definitely been a little sloppy. So um, I definitely want to see that turn around. 
RJ definitely a little quiet again, uh, you know, the first day. So hopefully he turns that around just like he did last night. I see a lot of similarities, you know, last night. The same way we came out in the first quarter um, right. on fire, you know, with those threes. Um, and, again, just the defense kind of being lackadaisical, you know what I mean, because it's been a lot of back and forth. So right. um, just a lot of little things I think that we could tighten up, and uh, this game easily is one that we can win. We know that from the get-go. So we just got to really stick to our game, you know. What about you, man? What are you seeing over there? I see tired legs from yesterday. Yeah. You know, it's a back-to-back, and back-to-backs are tough, especially towards the latter part of the year because all of the minutes you've logged are now weighing on you. I mean, both teams, well, every team, but in our case, because we played a strong game against a really decent team trying to fight just last night. Yep. You know what I mean? So here's something interesting that I was looking at, and I'm going to share this with everybody if possible. Bang. We are currently fifth. If we win tonight, we get fourth because we already have the tiebreaker against the Hawks. Yep. So, and I do still, I, I believe we're going to, we give them what they like to do in the first half so that Tibbs can see everything they want to do. Then, yep, at half, then at halftime, he tells them how to stop it. So in the second half, they're probably going to do their best to stop whatever it is that they just saw. So I saw that last yeah. night with the Hornets. They were shooting yep. all and then three. You, no, no, I was just going to add to exactly what you just said. On top of that, you saw it even um, quarter to quarter. You know what I mean? Because we saw how we came out in halftime. And uh, you go right into the fourth quarter. And, again, the game kind of changes a little bit. You saw the Hornets mm-hmm. play it. Um, you know, obviously they were playing a little bit more zone, but um, they were just a lot more locked down. So, and uh, even that, you know, the end of that, the game itself, you know, they had that little run there where they, they came out, they hit five points quick and you didn't know if they were going to, you know, come back and make it a, you know, good game or if we were able to lock it down and, you know, we were, so I don't want to see that happening. I definitely want to see us uh, do what we do best. You know what I mean? Um, that lockdown defense, just the intensity. Um, when we play like, okay, our defense is good, you know, but we have the capability to take it up such a notch. And it's, it's, it boggles my mind that we don't do it, you know, throughout the whole game for 48 minutes. It's like, we kind of, like you said, coach, we kind of let the game progress, see what's going on and then kind of, you know, lock in. I just feel like we could do a little bit more from, you know, the gate. And, uh, sometimes we are a little bit loose with it. So I just feel like these games, it's, it's tough, man. Like you said, you know, second on a back to back. Um, but the way I'm looking at it is leave everything on the floor. We got the next two days off. You know what I mean? Yep. So let's go. We got two more quarters, and uh, we need this win. So Yes, we do. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know who Mr. Danny B is, this fine gentleman does the most marvelous two- to three-minute wrap-up of every Nick game in the morning on what we love to call the Danny B morning drive. He's driving through Long Island talking his wonderful stuff and that's literally how how we even found each other on on twitter so yep. big shout out to danny b he's got a big great following people love him because his, his content is great as you guys see so i appreciate uh, that bro definitely appreciate that for sure 
No doubt. Now, I'm going to change gears a little bit because we got a 76er in the building who definitely has the number two seed on Laha. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be perfectly honest with everybody here because all y'all are real cool. Lose team is the only team I don't want to really see in the playoffs. I'm not really scared. Mm. I I'm not really scared in that, but I feel like if things fall correctly, we might be able to slip past them. But I don't really want to see Philly. Man. I really don't. What do you think? What do you, what do you think about uh, Philadelphia's chances there, Danny? Oh, uh, man, they've been um, playing a hell of a season. They definitely have turned up a notch from last season. Um, everybody locking in. Tobias Harris, he's playing lights out the whole season. Um, you see Embiid, obviously, a little bit more healthier, and so he's more consistent. Um, he's been putting up big numbers recently, too. So I, they just – they're playing on another level. They I feel like they've kind of clicked a little bit. They definitely have what it takes. Um, they're a tough team, too, seven games, you know, so – um, why, what reasons though, do you have, I'm curious, like, what are you thinking? Like versus other teams in, you know, in the conference? I'm going to throw that to Lou. What do you think? Yeah. What are you feeling about these other teams, man? Um, <clears throat> well, it's pretty much like Danny said, um, everything he said, plus I feel like they have something to prove, you know, they kind of got a chip on their shoulder from, um, you know, last year and, and you know, the past few seasons and, being that they have been slowly rebuilding and trusting the process, you know, I, I know they gotta be hungry and feel like, you know, it's not as tactical to get it. So them having that edge and Philly always being that that um that that physical uh, formidable team and then be you know just being a bully in the paint and you know it's just it, they're gonna be a problem in the playoffs. They're a problem now, but it's gonna be it, the people are counting them out and saying that they're not going to be able to step it up in the playoffs, but I think to them. I agree with you on that one completely. I, 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 I don't see, especially with the coaching, because Doc had been there this season at Embiid playing the most mature and the best basketball he's ever played. He and Simmons are gelling. Tobias Harris was darn near an all-star. They got... Seth Curry, he ain't Steph, but he better than a lot of people. <laughs> That's the damn That was a great pickup. You know, exactly. I mean, they have a complete squad, and their bench is solid, too. So Philly is going to be a, a hard out. I feel like, though, Atlanta may play spoiler as well. I, we're not going against an easy team tonight. No. Not with Nate McMillan coaching those guys up to their best potential. This is a hard team. You know what I mean? We're a hard team too. Yeah. But but this is a hard team. This is this is no slouch. So I think if like if for example, if it if it ends up being the Bucks and the Hawks, I think the Hawks might take that. You know, in one of in one of the rounds, if it ends up being Bucks Hawks, Bucks may not want to see the Hawks early. I mean, I feel like the Bucks are the most vulnerable or susceptible team at the top of the three. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd give you that. I definitely would give you that for sure. It's I just think um, 
playoffs is just a whole other animal. You know what I mean? It like is. once you get the playoffs, it's a different game. Plus, it's seven games straight. You know what I mean? So, a lot of lineup, you see a lot of changings that you don't normally see. Right. Um, so it's definitely I'm gonna have to get you to repeat what you're saying because your screen is freezing right now, and I don't want to lose you. I'm gonna try to bring you right back in and see if I can get that back up. Oh, I hope we didn't lose Danny B, ladies and gentlemen. Good. Awesome conversation. All right, you know what? We're going to try to get him back, but if we can't, we'll definitely bring him back in uh, on another day. But we're going to try to bring him back. But in the meantime, let's just go to a quick commercial break so we can test out some of these uh, technical difficulties. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be right back. Hmm. Oh, my glasses on. What's that say? Old base seasoning on meat. Let me try it out. Hmm, it tingles a bit. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As you can see, all you need is a little old bay seasoning on your meat. You feel a little smoother yourself. Me. I'm 92 years old. Sprinkled a little old bay on there. Now I feel like a fresh 62. Get your old bay seasoning together. You heard me, get your seasoning together. For husbands, boyfriends, and entanglements over 60. Same great taste for 75 years. You two can be like me and Ron Isley. First 200 sold get free gray beard coloring come on in oh yeah come on mama taste this meat you are on fire bro you are on fire all right welcome back ladies and gentlemen uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to get Danny B back on. We're going to try to get him back on uh, as soon as we can next week. But we will still be together, he and I, on Nickabaka Ave this Saturday at noon. So go check that out. Uh, you know what it is. But in the meantime, in the between time, I am very, very, very excited to bring in our very next guest. He is the most magnificent, big, wonderful McDonald will in the bazilding. Yeah. What up, fam? I ain't seen you in a minute, bro. Yeah, you know, it's been, it's been a grip. It's been like what? Like a, a It's decade? been a minute. <laughs> it's been a But you know what's funny? You don't look no different. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I've, I found Pharrell's Fountain of Youth. You know what I'm saying? If you if you listen to the end of every Neptune's track, he mentions it on like the bonus track at the very end of the CD. So 
and you have mastered that. <laughs> Bravo, man, because, wow. Nah, wait. Don Will is, like, the coolest cat. First of all, I got to give him his accolades. Wonderful hip-hop group you guys put together. Uh, Tanya Morgan, amazing stuff, amazing work, brilliant, and, and, and in its own lane. Yeah, Word. I mean, yeah. Brooklyn Natty, the Brooklyn Natty cover. I got Brooklyn Natty in, in in the collection over there too, man. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, that was that was we just celebrated the was it ten a ten year anniversary. Yeah, ten year yeah, anniversary. Man. It could have been yeah, ten year. I got legendary too. Dude. Gag the squad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, we fam. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Please, you know what I mean. See, I'm not going to divulge why I'm so laid back this time. That's that's for the back cave. We're going to talk about that later. But, you know, <laughs> Lou is a member of, of that site also. Oh, shit, work? Yeah. Uh, this, is like, this is like an Illuminati meeting going on. Up yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag site. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag that site. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, so listen, because I know back in them hotel rooms where we was all laughing and joking and stuff, while while all the corny dudes myself was rhyming, you was always in the cut cut with it. Yeah, always. That's brilliant, by the way. Keeps a lot of fake dudes from bothering you about you know. Can, can I be on your bracket and all that stuff? Brilliant. <laughs> but when I first heard. And I believe it was on the OKP anthology. Did y'all y'all had a cut on that, right? I believe yeah. so. I, like my memory for like the the early early days are kind of just cloudy in general because you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's no real clean documentation, and like right. a lot of, like it was we were just moving a lot of names. But I definitely right. was active in the lesson and on those anthologies because getting on all, getting on those anthologies back then was like fucking. Getting on now, that's what I call music or some wild. Yeah, so, yeah, it was big. It was big. The OK yeah. documentary was tight too, though. Yeah, shouts to shouts to uh, shouts to Tim, the whole team that put yes, that sir. Big Tim, my dude, man. Yo, that was that was great times. That was yeah, man. <laughs> but uh, so during all of that, y'all were really coming forming like Voltron. Y'all were three different entities. You're talking Cincinnati. You're talking Brooklyn. Yo, tell us about it. Man. Yeah, yeah. So like in the early like back then, I was in I was living in North Carolina when I met Vaughn when I was like heavy on the boards and everything. And I remember I funny enough, we were just literally talking about this maybe last week. I sent okay. Vaughn a cassette tape. Like I, I put together a cassette tape of all the stuff that like I put together a demo to send to Vaughn, like, hey man, this is but this is the stuff that I made. Cause you know, you remember back then it was you couldn't really just up. You didn't have the. You couldn't just upload MP3s and shit. No, you know? no, no. You kind of had to burn it to a CD or have a tape or something and pass. Yeah, I was gonna say even even CD, even CD burner technology was like a was big work. Yeah, 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 it was a hard body to be like y'all. Yeah, like to be like I burned the CD. So I yeah. remember. You'd be like, yo, you got you. You could burn the CD. <laughs> <laughs> you could burn like you. you do y'all remember burning data discs? Yo, I got that big <laughs> clunky joint. Oh man! It'd be like, oh, it'd be like, man. like a, CD, a CD with like 
a hundred songs or some shit on the eight track of CDs. Then, when, you, when, you like a, when you had like a car CD player that could play the data discs. Yep. Oh, you oh, were oh, you were official then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you know, I was I we had a, um I didn't have a CD burner at the time. I had one on my MacBook, but. We were recording stuff. I, I didn't have a Mac. I mean, I had one on my computer, my desktop. I had a gateway. Right. Um, but so we were recording into a four track, like the cassette four track. Right, right. So I, that's going from, I, we didn't have a way to go from analog to digital. So I had to like mail him a cassette tape. Cassettes were just normal. It wasn't like a yeah, big yeah. They were on the way out, definitely. But it, it definitely was not like, you weren't yeah, yeah, having yeah. cassettes. But yeah. um. Yeah, so when I sent you that, you know, it was like, okay, cool, we should do some work together. And from there, we we founded the Tanya Morgan, and that was um, me and Elias were roommates, you know what I'm saying? So like, I brought him in, and like, we were just me and him were like locked in together, we're doing a lot of stuff, and then we would send stuff off to Vaughn. So it was kind of like this duo meets a solo act, right? You know what I'm saying? Working together to make one thing. That's then, why I said forming like Voltron was kind of cool. Yeah, and then like you know, like halfway through, we met halfway through the album, like halfway through recording the first album. And <laughs> funny enough, like that's why if you listen to Moonlighting, Vaughn says Tanya, and I say Tanya, because mm-hmm. we had never talked. Put it together, like how yeah. we gonna say it? <laughs> and like you know, based on how it was spelled, like I'm from the Midwest. Right. When I see T A N Y A, I'm like Tanya. Tanya. And for him, he's like Tanya. So like, <laughs> Tanya, man, that Tanya. <laughs> So it's funny, funny enough, man. Like I think that that added to like the the, the um, I guess like mystique or ambiguity yeah. of it all. Like kind of like you know what I'm saying. Just, just really made it seem like like you know it was intentional, but it definitely was unintentional that we were mispronouncing. <laughs> so did I mispronounce? Is it Tanya Morgan? It's Tanya. It's Tanya. Okay. Okay. But like like again, like people say Tanya, like like. I, I dated I dated a um, a woman who, for our entire relationship, she would say Tanya, and I would I was I would say Tanya. She would be like, "Oh, Tanya hey, Morgan, that's, that's just Tanya Morgan, good." Just as long okay. as you don't say as, as long as you say Tanya Tanya, but not Tracy. It's not Tracy Morgan. No. <laughs> a lot of people say Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. That's but that's not rap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like my thing is, man, honestly. If if a person, even if it's just like a passing bit of attention, it don't it don't have to be like this intense, deep focus study. As long as you are like just trying to show love, I don't trip. You know what I'm saying? I, I know what you mean. Cause I, I again, I slip up all the time. I'm one of the most my memory my memory sucks. My memory sucks. I, I'm one of those people like I will I will literally forget your name as you're talking. As you you're like yo, what's up? My name is my name is John. I'm like hey, what's up? Nice to meet you, John. I don't remember your name. You know what I'm saying? It is. It has nothing. To do with, what was his name? Tim or something? <laughs> it has nothing to do with how memorable the person is, but it's like I'm just one of those people that like I I, I can't turn shit off. Like my mind is right. just always moving too much, right? Over analytical type cat. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all good, man. Just you know, as long as you're showing love, I don't care what you're saying. Right on. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Oh, you know what? Yo, Lou, you ask him the question. Ah. How old were you when you fell in love with hip hop, sir? <laughs> How 
How old was I when I fell in love with hip hop? I want to say it had to be, I can't remember the year. It had to be like 86, though, like 86. When did the Pee Wee Herman come out? Like the Pee Wee Herman, like UTFO, Roxanne, Roxanne? I think I heard them around, what, 85, 86? Yeah. My earliest memory of hip-hop, my earliest memory of hip-hop and doing anything remotely relating to hip-hop was transcribing the lyrics to UTFO. And I don't remember what song it was. I want to say it was Roxanne, Roxanne. But me and my sister, we had, like, we, we were taping shit off the radio. And I remember, like, because, again, it's just, like, all right, it's one tape, one cassette player. It's like, all right, so somebody... I need to memorize this shit. So I'm transcribing the lyrics so I can like remember what it says so I can say it to myself and think about right. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Plus he had the little yo cut in the room where he was like, he said this nigga was Latin. He joined, Crash played it on the verses last night as a matter of fact too. Yeah, yeah. That verses was incredible by the way. But, but. Yeah, like, we talked uh, about that earlier. That's the, you're right on point, bro. You're right on point. Yeah, but, yeah, that, cut you off, bro. It was, it was definitely UTFO and like, um, you call want to be with me all them early utfo records and then like um the Pee Wee herman the Pee Wee song yo that shit that shit still gets me hype man i i know this is some old man ass shit to say but the other day like when, when, well, we um, old man that's fine hold on the other day i was just like man like I know, I know that these rhyme schemes and these patterns and just like the diction, everything about this is very dated, but nothing feels or sounds like this. Like, like nothing. I don't give a fuck. Like, they're not taking nothing away from anybody because you know what I'm saying? It's always somebody coming in, innovating and doing something that's amazing and dope. And it's somebody like, like Jay Electronica is somebody's UTFO. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that heard you know, was just like, what is this spaceship that's landed inside of my radio versus you know what I'm saying? Whatever. But like I was trying to find it for you, but they don't <laughs> have the Pee-wee Herman in Spotify. I'm about yeah. to delete my whole account. I would have just I would have just flipped my table over the, the computer would have just been like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah absolutely we have no broadcast so I can't right now but I'm <laughs> I'm highly vexed. No <laughs> But no, man, that was beautiful because that that was that was a great time. Yeah. Was, yeah, man. yeah. So yeah, we've got, yeah, for real. So we've got Don Will, the MC, the hip hop, the the, the 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 influencer, and then we've got Don Will, aka not DJ Don Will. We got Don Will, the DJ, spinning. <laughs> Every other day on Twitch, right? But it's, it's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, okay. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is the schedule from five to seven. But I pop up every now and then, just hang out. Right on. So you just came from spinning, got finished spinning, ate some chicken, came hang out with us. That's what I'm talking about. How did you know I ate jerk chicken? <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of what kind of re- what kind of intel research you got right here? <laughs> Literally, literally, <laughs> from around the corner. But, bang, bang. Yeah, I've been I've been DJing um, for five or seven years. I don't. It's it's okay. been a minute. Okay. 
Okay. But you know, like I um when the world was when the world was open, you know, mm-hmm. most of my DJ gigs, a lot well, I won't say most, a lot of my DJ gigs are at comedy shows. Like I DJ a lot of okay. comedy. Okay, yeah. okay, that's what's up. That's um, what's up. Yeah. We you know, had I, a couple I, of comedians on the show, so it's good. Word. Yeah. Like, you know, I, 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 I DJ regular parties too, like like you know, fucking weddings, parties, uh cor- I, I DJ the gamut of events. The gamut of events. So like divorces, you know, court proceedings, celebrations. If y'all niggas need music, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will play Got Your Money at your divorce. <laughs> <laughs> well done. But yeah, like I like the uh DJing just an extension of um one is a way to like like not only kind of play my music and play other people's music that are like like other artists that I, I know but it's for me it's about contextualization meaning that um you know in a lot of ways when you're an underground artist or when you're like a, a smaller act mm-hmm. um, a lot of times people don't really they segregate artists in a way like so you won't hear certain certain acts and sets that for all intents and purposes just makes sense like like if, if, if i play a if I'm doing a set where I'm playing like, you know, MOP and fucking and then go some feral march and then go to like, you know, Tribe Called Quest, like I'm going mm-hmm. across the map just playing like right. group classic hip hop shit. And you slide a Torre record in there or Marco Polo record or like Tanya Morgan or like uh, Blue. You could slide, cause some of that stuff was, you know, it fits it fits in the frame. Yeah. A lot yeah, of times, a lot of times um, the, the listening audience you know, pre-algorithms, pre-algorithms, they weren't, they just didn't know where that music came from. And now even with mm-hmm. algorithms, you can't really, you can't really leave taste to an algorithm. An algorithm can, the thing that algorithms do is like program similar vibes. So it's just like, it's, it's mathematical. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's very much based on a number sequence and not on like an emotional thing where right. if I want to hit you in your heart, I can play this. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I'm just like a human algorithm. That's how I see it. I, I just try to like make sense of, of the new and the old and contextualize it in a way that, you know. And then there's also that thing where I I think that for people who are a fan of who, who are fans of my music and fans of what I do, they're interested in what I what I listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like because you know like, like where do you get where do you get stuff from? Where do you get your ideas from? What kind yeah. of sounds do you listen to? I, a, lot I of, a lot of times you get in interviews and they ask you like, "So who's your top five? Or like, what's 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 your favorite album? What's the blah blah blah?" It's like I'm I'm just doing that in real time, right? You know what I'm saying? And like, so the shows that I do on Twitch, um, I'm not, I don't know. I hope I'm not talking too much. <laughs> Whoa, this is your platform, bro. We are glad you're here. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got me. But the shows that I do on Twitch, so Wednesday night. I do like a movie thing where I just kind of like show films and play the soundtrack related or like play or just DJ, hang out in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's kind of like it goes wherever the wind goes, but the, but the, the cornerstone of Wednesday night is just showing a movie. Um, Thursdays is like musical performances. So like I've been showing a bunch of archival concert footage, like last, right before DMX passed, right before DMX passed the, the, the Thursday before the, that Thursday, I showed, um, I showed Wu Tang in Amsterdam, and then I followed that with the survival of the Illust tour at the Apollo Theater. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. so, okay. we'll just we'll just watch concerts nice. because nice. We, 
it's COVID, man. Like nobody's going to shows. So it's just like, why not just have a communal experience with like some what with like the people in the chat where it's like we we watching Luther Vandross, we watching Shaka Khan, and we're exploring other artists that you probably would never had a chance to see live because some of them aren't aren't with us anymore, or we're celebrating right. people. So it's that music history. Giving your flowers. Giving your flowers. Exactly that. So it's that on Thursday. And then Friday is just new music. So Friday is when, you know, because new music releases Friday. And that's when I do a traditional set. So I just, I'm pulling new records from the last couple weeks or or the day of and just doing a listen with the people in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the records I'm playing are things that I have never heard before. It's just like, I've, you know, like you kind of like just skim records, I'll like skim records, like okay, this got the feel, this got the vibe, this is mm-hmm. play them out. But yeah, so that's kind of like the, the basic structure of what I'm doing. Quietly, I'm, I'm learning myself how to do hey. So I, I'm with you on it. I'm not nearly to the level that you're at. But how, I how, long you, how long you been at it? About a year and a half, two years now. Okay, I, I will, I'll say that. Uh, it took me about before I went public. Mm-hmm. Before I like did anything in public, it was like two years. I'm about to do my son's birthday party this Saturday. This is my first joint. <laughs> and you know, honestly, it, 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 those are the perfect environments. But, uh, but like my first, so my first gig, my first like steady gigs were at comedy shows. And as counterintuitive as that sounds, like a friend of mine who brought me into it was just like, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm comfortable. I had never really spun on turntables. I had a controller and he was just mm-hmm. like, he was like, you know, people aren't coming to a comedy show for music. So I'm pretty sure if you're making mistakes, they're not going to care. And like, it was like, you're right. You know what? Yeah. So literally it was just like a paid internship, paid practice. And also I got to like work on my rapport with comedians and work on my stage presence and all that stuff in terms all of right. just like, Things not like some rapper shit, but like some just you know what I'm saying, like some personality present shit. No doubt, no doubt. You know, it was it was it was was a a nice way to like it was a nice way to to practice a new passion and and like kind of like do it do it in like a a a less pressurized format because you you already know when you go to a party and the DJ don't do what the DJ is supposed to do. (laughs) You're a rat. You are a rat. Oh. You got, oh, you got folk knocking at the table. You got folks standing there mad. You got folks cussing. Somebody want to throw something at you. Alcohol, you're getting cussed. <laughs> you might get something to get the bottle thrown at you. I've, I've had a bubble. I've had a bubble. I've never been booed off the turntables, but I've definitely had motherfuckers like show up like damn near staging a revolt. Like, hey man, yo man, before blah. But like you know, the thing with that is just um. You know, especially if, if you have a if you if you're if you're a DJ and you're telling a story through songs or you're like you're like you like controlling the if you have control of the sound and you know what you're doing, right. it's fine. Like like they they'll I've had people come up and, and like impatient patrons come up and request songs that literally literally I'll, I'll have a song queued up to be the next song to play and they're coming up like oh. man you got to play song and I'm like I, it's next like I'm 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 zoned out right now you you. You know what I'm saying? Like you're tapped in, you're you're tapped into what I'm doing. Just go enjoy yourself. It'll be a good time. And then you on the other hand, let's go dance. You already know like I, I got it. So Somebody be like, "Hey man, you got some Madonna?" <laughs> I was I was gonna say on the other hand, you got those kind of people where it's just like, yeah. So that could be one of two things. One, and this this is 
it's two, it's two things. One is look at the room. They're having a great time. You got to sit the fuck down and shut up. And then two, the other one, and this is the most crucial lesson that I learned. I, I went up there like adamant to do my thing and play my set of songs and be in my vibe. Mm-hmm. And you look up and ain't nobody dancing. And there's somebody standing next to you like, me and my homegirls will really like to hear Ja Rule or whatever the fuck they want to hear. Yep. And you like, okay. You can either be like, nah, I got this. I'm, I'm the DJ. Or you can be like, cool, okay. play Ja Rule. And, you know, it's about it's about building the room. Like, you and literally. You, know, you get them up. Now thing. you got them up. Now they're listening. Now you're keeping them up. They see. I'm not sure. And that's the one thing about, you know, like those, uh, like, like parties and communal spaces is that it's about community. It's about trust and it's about building. And you know what I'm saying? Like as a DJ, sure, the people in attendance should trust you, but you should also kind of trust them. So right. I'm very right. like, I, I, <laughs> I've, I've been known to be very, very, very anti-request. Like I hate it. I don't want you to, I don't want, don't come right. talk to me. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't bother me. Right. It has nothing right. to do with anything other than the fact that the the request protocol should just be, hey, can you play X Y Z? Cool, but people want to come up and be like, I know you get this all the time, or like you know, hey, so so what's some of your favorite album? Like like don't just just fucking say the song. Don't small talk. Like you know, I'm I'm, I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> what you want? I'm acting like you at the party too, just chilling. <laughs> yeah. But I've I've slowly come around to like you know, like instead of just teasing, I'm like I'm like, so what do you want to hear? Like, cool, I'll work it in. Like I've I've gotten well, it's it's been a year and what some change since the last time I've even had to deal with that. But I'm assuming that based on Twitch and how Twitch is very much. You know, it's, it's it's a DJ set with conversation in the middle of it. So it's like it's more like a conversation with a DJ set involved in it. But based on that, I think that I've kind of cooled my jets on being mad at people requesting music. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, yeah. Good. So before we let you go, because we definitely have enjoyed the time with you, bro. Yes, indeed. But, yes, indeed. But but I've enjoyed it too. I just want to say before you before you say the question, I was so terrified you're gonna ask me about sports, nigga. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying fun. I was like, like when you hit me up, I was just like, coaches in your name, nigga. I don't know <laughs> anything about none of this shit. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not I'm not fighting. I'm not uh, five. I can't. I can't. I'm not five. Oh, God. Rest in peace, five. Now, I, listen, listen. And the thing is, on my show, this show is sports and hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I want, when I started the show, I was like, I love my Knicks. I love my Mets. I want to talk sports. But I also love the culture. And the culture isn't talked about enough. Rap is talked about all the time. But the culture, the stuff that when you was talking about UTFO and the system, yeah. you mind break dancing in the church basements and stuff like that. Yeah. The culture that got us in, you know what I mean? That the kids need to hear about that. Absolutely. Because they don't know why we love it the way we do. Absolutely. They were birthed into it differently. They were birthed into a made product. We was birthed into eggs, milk, 
We whipped it up, put it in the oven, and put it on the table for them. Now eat your cake. Right, right, right. Who's <laughs> <laughs> back so, in the taste phase? Like, taste that. Is that good? Like, Put a little bit more in there, right? Yeah. Mm. So, so before we let you go, we gotta get into space, man. We gotta get yeah, this. Is, yeah. This is Donwell.me. This is his website, y'all. You know what I mean? So y'all can go to it. He's got all the cool links. He's got the DJ stuff. He's got great photos and stuff. Use these photos. I didn't use none of them, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's good, it's good. You He's know, got the discographies, dude, dude. This guy's got a lot happening. And the new the new album, the new West album on on Bandcamp, as a matter of fact, so get your Bandcamp on. Go check out Space. It's dope. It's got great beats. It's got this wonderful vibe to it, man. Lou and I were just digging on it today, as a matter of fact. Thank you, man. Yeah, it was um that like I've been doing a lot of instrumental stuff for um, like podcasts and TV and like just you know my friends who my friends who make stuff and they need background music and uh, I've been doing a lot of instrumental stuff so I figured I would do more specifically instrumental stuff for myself instead of like always kind of standing behind somebody else's production or like, like not necessarily like standing on my own production where it's just like you know like oh here's a beat. The beat, the beat is actually mine, so I don't need to rap on it, like type of deal. And like, there's a thing, there's a thing with um sometimes less is more. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, my my, I, I kind of wanted to figure out how to, I wanted to figure out how to say something without saying it. Mm. So you know what I'm saying? Like how to, or like how to use the least amount of words possible to to talk about what the subject matter, which is basically that album is about, um. A, being black in spaces, you know what I'm saying? So like, it, it ties into anything from, you know, you being a, a black broadcaster to me being a black man in a plant shop to a, a black person at the end of a police interaction to a black person as a police officer. It's just meditations right. on meditations on like how we how how space can better serve us. You know what I'm saying? And, it's it's it's, it's kind of like heady stuff, but you know, like that's why it's instrumental because <laughs> I can't it's really easy to explain. Right? It's it's like a, a, a minimalist painting. I was thinking oh. minimalism myself. Yeah. Yeah. See, we all here. We all we all fan. This is what we do. That's why so y'all open this shit, man. You know, yeah. You know, my medicinals, the type of music is right up my alley, man. So, oh. Oh, vibe music all day long. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, since I do this for everybody because I love Sadat X, and this is his wine. Yes, peace to the God. Some yeah. wine connoisseurs. We've had him on the show. Uh, I, we, Yeah, that's my dude. So um, every time I get the chance, I'm always plugging his wine for him. It's oh, delicious. Yeah. Yes, it is. And Manscaped. Check out the products. Go to manscaped.com, excuse me, .com. They have a 20% off and free shipping. Just use uh, code words BTG. Manscaped. 
I actually had to do that because we have a sponsorship with Manscaped and I forgot hey. to do it earlier. <laughs> Big shout out to Manscaped. Shout out to Manscaped. Yeah. Big shout out to Manscaped. Pay the bills. Yo, bro, I know you got a new record coming out. I know you have a new work with Tanya Morgan now. I love the yeah. hair now. Yes, sir. We, um, we, um, we got the vinyl in the other day, so. Right on. Uh, release date hasn't really been announced, but it's, it's, it's August 20th is the date we're okay. And okay. this is uh, this is a album that was supposed to drop last year, but COVID. Right. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's the album's called Don and Vaughn. It's 12 tracks of just insane fucking bar work. I, I'm, I'm allowed to right allow enjoy my own work and allowed to speak objectively yeah. about my own work. I'll say Talk that. I'll say that without a, without a doubt, this is this is some of the best rapping we've ever done. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. It, it, it's 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 for people who've been tapped done in. Some magnificent rapping. Let's just keep that above. For people who've been tapped in, and for anybody who's who's been like just following us from day one, it's definitely an album that's, that does a lot of fan service. And for mm-hmm. people who have never heard of us at all, it's an album that's a great entry point. And I think that that I think that. To be able to like have both ends of the spectrum where you know new fans and old fans can both find something to rally around. Right on. It's a win-win, you know. That's it is. It is. So, ladies and gentlemen, please check out my brother Don at Donwill.me. Check out Tanya Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> website, website update coming soon. <laughs> All right. And please check out his Twitch. You said Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, right? Yes, sir. Five to seven. Go enjoy yourselves. Go enjoy yourselves. Well, main man, Don Will, thank you for coming on the show, man. Dude, 10 years is too long, man. It's too long. So with that said, with that said, thank you for having me. And anytime you want me to come back and not talk about sports, my nigga, I will come talk about (laughs) anything else. (laughs) Well, right on, bro. And I would definitely have you back. But we're definitely going to have you guys back to talk about and to promote that album. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the more platforms y'all got to to express and do your stuff, the better off. So, right on. And thank you for letting me be a part of it. Hey, thank you, man. I'm I'm going to go check out this season finale of Snowfall now. All right. Enjoy that. I'm going to try to get some of this Nick game if I can. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Will, and we'll be right back for this. It's the fourth quarter. We're down by one. No seconds left. And you gotta eat your breakfast. So what you gotta get is that R.J. Barrett crunch time. That's right, boys and girls, it's crunch time. Get your wonderful breakfast on right before school. You're not gonna be late because the food is gonna just devour itself and just evaporate right in your mouth and give you all the nutrition you need because it's crunch time. That's right. R.J. Barrett, crunch time, straight from Kellogg's and them. The folks that gave you them Rice Krispies and thing things, you feel me? Crunch time, baby. Go get you a bowl, go get you two. Go win for your team, win for your school. 
Crunch time. And we are out. It was a great show, ladies and gentlemen. I had a blast. How do you feel about tonight's show, my brother? Yo, I had a great time, man. Um, yeah, as always, you know. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real. Yo, big shouts to Danny B. I'm really sorry that... Uh, it glitched up, but we definitely gonna get him back on the show because we yeah, had a great yeah. conversation too. Big yeah. shout out to Don Will, that was dope. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, dude, yeah. I got offline conversations. We had some fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for tuning in once again. We will see y'all next week for another marvelous candy corn. Welcome, 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 welcome to the candy corn. Welcome to the candy corn. Welcome to the candy corn. Welcome to the candy corn.